Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and wherever you are in the world, and whenever you are tuning into this video, my name is James Porcelli. And I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to a season premiere, season two of Ruthless Talk. Yes, sir. It is great to be back, man. It is great to be back. Did you miss us, guys? I hope you did. I hope you didn't miss us too much. But we are back. It is season two. Uh, again, I want to thank everybody uh, for once again for just again for being on this platform and sticking with us and being a part of our Facebook group, being a part of our Instagram. Um, as you can see, we have a brand new setup. We already got the logo rocking and everything. Um, and Absolutely. also to make an announcement as well. Um, you know, getting this this season premiere started, this season two started up um, for Saturday's review. That will be um, SmackDown, reviewing SmackDown for that week. Uh, we have an active wrestler that is going to be joining this platform. That is going to be Saturday. Who that person is? Well, you got to stay, stay, uh, stick tuned to find out. So uh, but but that person will be here um saturday um when we when we do the smackdown review uh for our first interview our first active wrestler will be a part of this platform so make sure you guys stay tuned yeah for looking forward to that it. stuff so before we get into monday night raw um and just what has been i mean let's be honest brian nothing has changed since we've been since we yeah. left i mean it's the same yeah. mid type of type of stuff that we saw you know, two weeks ago and pretty much the, you know, even though we weren't on, we didn't do a review at all last week or anything last week, you know, we were still active and watching the shows and honestly, nothing has changed. And, and, and honestly, we're yeah. I mean, are we surprised, honestly. So, uh, but a lot of other stuff has happened as well. And, and even not even just the shows, you know, there's Jeff Hardy's return to AEW um, talk, more talks about CM Punk, maybe joining AEW and all that stuff. And of course, you know, as we get closer to WrestleMania backlash, and of course, there's a lot of talk with this whole Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, which we still don't have an explanation, but we're going to get into that in just a few right. moments here. But Brian, I'm going to send this off to you uh, right from the jump. You know, um, I know you didn't catch too much of AEW Dynamite as, you know, as we talked before we got on here, uh, but I'm sure you heard, of course, about the news about Jeff Hardy, and I'm sure you've heard stuff about CM Punk and potentially coming back to AEW and, and back to professional wrestling, your thoughts about all of that and just everything as a whole of what happened last week, both WWE and AEW. Yeah, I actually, I, I kind of took most of the week off from that. You know, I caught, you know, clips and highlights here and there. Um, yeah, the Jeff Hardy thing, uh, I'll start there. I mean, really, yeah, I, I, I more think of it as him as a human being rather than a wrestler. Like, I don't need to see him in the wrestling ring again. I mean, that's great he's back. Hopefully he's, he's sober and healthy and whatever. Um, but that, that's first and foremost. Like, what, you know, yeah. at, at this point, even, you know, it, it's great for nostalgia purposes, you know, the Hardy Boys and whatever. Sure. Uh, you know, but do either one of them, um, you know, there, there's, look, they're they're at the tail, the very tail end of their careers, uh, both of them. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I hope he's I hope he's healthy. And of course, it's a, you know, this is something you know you, people, um, you know, battle this their entire lives. So it's and, and and no no shade or shame to him. It it is what it is. I just hope that, uh, you know, the, the lifestyle the on the road of wrestling just 
just the lifestyle it is, man. That's a it's a hard life to live, um, and that's why a lot of them do turn to stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I just hope uh, he takes care of himself first as a human being and as a as a brother and husband and son and father and all that. And you know, the wrestling stuff, yeah, we'll see. You know, I might get a couple cool moments out of it, but that's that's all I expect, really. Um, and the CM Punk thing, man. I, I mean, at this point, like, I don't even pay attention to it anymore, to be honest, like, because it's so much, and especially here in the last, like, two, three weeks, you know, there's this, so, like, Tony Khan, right, you know, uh, booking uh, Wembley Stadium, you know, that's a thing, and I think we I shared my opinions, or maybe, I don't know if we talked about that or not, but you know, you're going to have to get name your two names. You're going to have to get a main event of huge stature to sell out uh Wembley stadium or even come close to it. Um, and I gotta be honest. I mean, maybe, maybe at one time, not in the too distant past that that person could have been CM Punk. I don't know that he is now given everything that's, that's happened, you know, like, uh, uh, him and MJF match or him and whoever. Uh, I, so, yeah. And, and again, I, you know, I, I don't know if there's just whatever is going on. The drama, the beef between the elite and, and, and punk. Uh, and what, I, I kind of just think whatever, man. Like if you're coming back, come back. Great. If you're not, okay. You know, I, that's, I, I don't think, uh, you know, his return and everything, like, it, it, we talk about, like, kind of Cody Rhodes, right? And you miss the moment at WrestleMania. The same thing applies to Punk here. Like, you know, he had his return. It was very hyped and very, um, you know, it was electric. Like, people, I, me included, were excited to see him back. Uh, you know, if he comes back now, it's it's not the same, you know. It's, so it's, it's meh. <laughs> Okay, come back if you want, squash it if you want. If not, you know, stay home and make your money however however else you make it and and go live your life, man. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's and, and you know, you're you're spot on when it comes to punk. I mean, regardless of if he comes back or not, it, it's it's not going to make a difference. Because here's the thing too, Brian, all <clears throat> week long, right? Go on Twitter, you know, freaking Twitter. You just got to love mm-hmm. freaking wrestling Twitter, right? <laughs> just social media in general. You just got to love it. You know, that's See, I got sucked into the Facebook thing, I'll admit. But I, I, <laughs> thankfully, I've, I've still stayed like I no, don't no, do Facebook TikTok or Twitter, no, Twitter or Instagram. Is a, yeah. Twitter is, Brian, is another different freaking world that you do uh, not want <laughs> to be a part of. Trust me. Uh, and again, I know David is watching too, who was, of course, on her uh, – or, or season finale from the SmackDown review that we covered mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. So shout out to David if you're watching. I'm sure he knows for yes, as well. But in regards to Punk, like all week long, all I keep hearing, Brian, is that, oh, like AEW needs CM Punk. Or CM Punk needs to come back to he is a draw. He's this and he's that. I'm like, here's the thing. He – even when CM Punk was there the first time, right? He can, he comes back. We all mm-hmm. love CM Punk, right? Listen, I love CM Punk too. I've said it many times on this platform that it's really good to yeah. see CM Punk. You know, I loved his his run as WWE champion in twenty in twenty eleven. I mean, the mm-hmm. dude the dude has talent, right? Is he the greatest technical wrestler? Obviously not. There's you know there's but still he 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 can still he he, he still has the talent. He still has somewhat of that professional wrestling type of 
He's, you know, in, the, yeah, he's in the upper instincts. echelon of stars. Exactly. Yeah. He has yep. that instinct, right? But he's mm-hmm. he's not he's not the draw that what he used to be. His body is completely worn down. He said it himself that yeah. he's old, he's tired, and and he's <laughs> he's you know he's hurt and, and et cetera et cetera. Right? He said it in the media scrum that everything that and rightfully did. so. And yeah, rightfully yeah. so. It's just like listen, you know, we all come in a point in time of our lives where we just need to yeah. just hang up hang up the boots, hang up the cleats, and just say we're done. And at that and, and for CM yeah. Punk, I hate to say that because I love the freaking dude. It's. I mean, he's. There's no reason for him to wrestle because AEW is not going to get any better with or without him. Because even with CM Punk, they still were not able to draw in over a million. Which is again, we we talk about ratings for AEW, right? They've been in business mm-hmm. now for three plus years, for four plus years, and they're not even scratching the surface of where we thought that they would be over that million mark right. in ratings. They're just not. They weren't w- with CM Punk. And they're not going to be without him regardless, especially the way that Tony Khan books these shows, right? And it's just – it would be the biggest mistake that they ever would make if they actually bring this guy back. And But it wouldn't shock me if, if Poss- he comes back possibly. in the door, who knows, freaking at Wembley Stadium or freaking Double or Nothing or Blood and Guts. Who the, frick, who the hell knows, right? So – but right, it would right. be the biggest mistake that they ever made because, again, I, I also go back to – the the hostility in the locker room right why would you bring mm-hmm. a guy back and i know that there's talks about professional wrestlers and their relationship with punk and they had you know dax harwood talked about his relationship with punk that's great right but the evps right the young bucks omega you know that like it's just i don't understand what would make sense to bring in a guy that created that much hostility in a locker room that same guy bringing back into your company what sense does that here's, make? Go, go here's ahead. the caveat to that. Here's the caveat to that. And and maybe it literally only works in professional wrestling and in things of that that nature. Is that when the heat is real, when the when the anger and the bitterness and the story gets a little too real, um those, you know, in wrestling that that does tend to create the best stories the best matches, but, but I, I hear what you're saying in this case, I, I, I don't, I don't think it turns out that way. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, I mean, if, could right. it, could it lead that way? Absolutely. But there's, I, I have no confidence at all that it's going to lead right. in that direction. Right. And, and yeah. it's just, you know, and, and again, you know, it, it, again, it's no shade to punk, but you know, when, when you have guys and again, we, we know who punk is. Right. He, he's proven that yeah. even when in, in WWE and he's proving it now in AEW, like he there is just he just doesn't. And we've heard it from certain wrestlers as well. They just feel a certain type of way about the dude. And again, I just don't like the fact that that same guy is going to come back into that same company and, and just let bygones be bygones. Like, I, I don't believe it for a second. I, I'm right. I, that, that it's just yeah. not going to happen. So uh, will it happen? It's probably going to because the fact that Jeff Hardy is back and I'm going to get to Jeff Hardy in just a second. Um, there's more than likely that CM Punk is probably going to come back, but um, I, I just don't think it makes any freaking sense at all because the, the company is still going. We're still going to bitch and we're still going to moan for the right reasons, by the way, whether he's there or whether he's not, because I don't trust mm-hmm. Tony Khan and I don't trust AEW to get shit right anyway. I do. I don't. Right. So like yep. they, it didn't work with punk was there. 
and it's not working when Punk is not there. So all these people that's saying that Punk is going to move the needle, okay, are, are there going to be 100,000 more viewers? Okay, if they get about, what, to about 900,000, you know, back up into that range? Okay, but are they cracking over 1 million and going to war, to war with WWE? No. So, like, I, no. it's just that it just doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't – there's – the risk – sometimes I always say the risk is worth the reward. This risk is definitely not worth it. it it's just not. So – that, that's and I think that's kind of what, what it comes down to, because there there is a scenario where, yeah, it could be great and phenomenal. But, yeah, I think the risk is too big. Abs- like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, and and yeah. when it comes to Jeff Hardy, oh, man, it's just I, I don't understand, Brian, how, how I've never seen a guy get this many mulligans <laughs> in, in my yeah. life. This dude, not too long ago, is he's once again – being a part, it looks like of a storyline between the firm, right? I guess the Hardy Boys and mm. the firm—that's what it's leading to, right? In, in, in that segment that he, you know, he came back and he came to the aid of Matt Hardy because Matt Hardy turned on Ethan Page in the firm. That same right. guy, the same guy that drove with a suspended license and put people and and, and put people's lives in danger—not once, but at least ten. Uh, just slight exaggeration. 10,000 freaking times. I mean, when do we just hold this dude accountable and, and just and just keep him behind bars, right? Everyone else has to do it, but 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 it's yeah. Jeff Hardy, right? We put it aside because it's Jeff Hardy. We all love the dude. He's a legend, this and this and that, right? Enough. I, I'm tired it's of like it. It's kind of like one of those people where like... It's rinse and repeat. Like I have, you know, it's, it's like you said earlier, Brian. It's just like, all I want this dude, this dude is just be in the right state of mind. I just want him to be healthy. And, and, I, and I just want him to be, I, I just want him to just be like, you know, I would not even have him be even taking bumps or wrestling. I'd be like, listen, I'll bring you back, but you're not wrestling. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. You, I'll have you mentor some people in the back. I'll, I'll have you take be a people manager under their wing, or something or, be a manager, yeah. be on commentary. You are not freaking wrestling because because Brian, we, we've been doing the same thing over and over again. He he gets a freaking DUI, comes back, gets a DUI with a suspended license. He comes back. It's rinse and repeat. How many times does this guy have to be put in fucking jail to 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 get to get it through our thick skulls? Is that that's where this dude needs to be long term? Listen, I love Jeff Hardy, the performer. I love the dude. He's one of my all time favorites growing up as a professional wrestling fan. But as the person. This dude needs to be locked up like legit, like, like, like honest, honest to God. But let's just keep bringing him back because it's Jeff Hardy and he's going to put on great. He's going to do all the flips and dives off the ladders and put his body in more harm. And it's just going to do more harm to himself because sure. again, because we're it's just the same thing over and over again. So what makes us believe that this is going to be any different? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I hope it is, but it, it's a, it's and it's like this across just in general in life. Like, I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that, um, well, again, it's the wrestling industry. You're on the road. Now I'm sure things have changed now here in 2023, but he comes from a, an era and a time where shit, everybody was not everybody, but a good amount of the locker room is, you know, popping pills, drinking beer, headed down the road to the next town. That's just, that's, that was the culture. That was the, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. Well, wrong, yeah, for sure. But it's it is what it is. And 
you know, the guys with the most talent, they'll get passes because because of their name because he does draw money. right right because of because their name, of their name the, because if, they if, can if draw he, if right. he did not have the name that he has there's oh, sure. there's no like he would be locked up right now like dude like the amount yeah. of duis yeah. and like dude he he drove with a suspended license this is a 40 <laughs> plus year old man right it's one thing if this if, if this was like a 20 some something year old kid that's my age okay right this dude is a grown ass forty plus year old man. Like, enough. Like, and I'm, bro, I'm <laughs> right. twenty five years old, and like, I, like, I, and I'm sitting here saying, enough. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just I, I don't know yeah. what this does. Uh, listen, I understand. Like, it's Jeff Hardy. People are going to get excited, but if we really think about things, like, what is going to be different, right? You're, you're gonna, right. He's going to continue to put his body in heart. This dude has no business wrestling. He just doesn't. Same thing I said with Paul. Uh, was it him? Did, I, I want to say, like, wasn't it him? Like, la- one of the last times we saw him in a wrestling ring, didn't, was it him that, like, he went for the swanton and just totally, like, it, it looked like shit? It, or am I just imagining or thinking of it another time? Surprise, but I, yeah, I, I have know. to go back and look at Jeff Hardy's match. Like, it was bad, been... like, almost like you could have really just fucked yourself up. Yeah. Care, I mean, ex- exactly. You probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. Right. And, but and we know, and you know, yeah. exactly. And, and again, the proof is in the pudding with his matches. And, I, and I've actually, I think I remember the match as well, Brian. It's funny. You mentioned that I'll have to also go back and do more research about that. But yeah, it's just like, again, guys, you know, the, the more we, do, the more we give it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's like anything we do in life, right? Like, it's like, Oh, it's, it's a slap on the wrist. That, that's all this is for Jeff Hardy. And the more slaps on the wrist he gets, yeah. like, the more he can just, you know, again, guys, like addicts, like being an addict is a real thing, right? I hate to turn this into a real life situation here. I know this is a professional wrestling platform, but in regards to like real life, like being an addict is a real serious thing, right? And I mean, the more, you know, and, and what's going to make him learn, Brian, is is keeping his ass behind bars. It's not freaking, it's, it's not seeing the therapist a psychologist or a suspension or a, a fine. No, with, with the, with the DUI, with driving with a suspended license and having as many DUIs as he had this man, not the performer, the man, Jeff Hardy, the, the person needs to be locked up. And the fact that he's even in this freaking, he's still even wrestling and he's in a wrestling ring. It blows my freaking mind. Um, but before we move on into yeah. uh, before we move on into SmackDown and, and Raw from this past week's Brian, your final thoughts about that? Yeah, just it, it's it it is like I said, it is what it is. That's that's kind of just uh, you know, depending on how much money, fame, or notoriety you have, you know, you can get away with a lot of shit, you know. Um, but again, I'll, I'll just end it with you know, I, I hope he's healthy and 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 you know trying to trying to do the best he can to maintain that absolutely and and whatever he does with rest like i said i i don't need to see a hardy boys reunion or we did them going after the tag titles or something like i just don't oh god yeah but yeah but all but listen i i know i know like i'm talking it sounds like i'm talking down to the dude but listen at the end of the day i just want to see this dude you know just be healthy and just you know just, 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 you know, see him live life the way he wants to live his life. And I mean, listen, if that's with wrestling, then again, it's just, it, to me, it just feels like yeah, we're just sure. rinsing, repeating the same thing. I want this dude 
I want this dude to just change his ways and I want him, I want what's best for him, right? And what's best for him is to learn from his mistakes, right? We all have to do it. We all have to do it as human beings. So again, pray, prayers to Jeff as well, right? We, we hope that he, that hopefully that he's finally, he's gotten through this and he's gotten better. And of course, we'll, we'll talk more about this, of course, when we talk about AEW Dynamite this week. Um, you know, of course, that whole, situation that he's got going on with the firm and maybe teaming right. up with Matt Hardy again. So, but we'll talk more about that, about this whole situation uh, moving forward along the week and, uh, and moving forward um, with uh, ep uh, episodes of dynamite, which is going to be coming up uh, Thursday, this coming Thursday, when we talk some AW dynamite. So, and then I get into uh, WWE Raw and SmackDown, man. It's just like, you know, it's it, what, what's that old saying, Brian? It's just the more things like change, the more they just the more stay, they the, stay same. the same. That that's what Monday night mm -hmm. Raw and SmackDown has been. And it's, and, and again, it's ever, and it started from WrestleMania night two when Cody Rhodes did not win that freaking title. And now you're seeing no, no pun intended the backlash because of it. Right. Yeah. Because you have a storyline between Brock and Cody that they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. That we don't even have an explanation at all of why Brocky Brock comes out there looking like Jeepers Creepers with his freaking coat and his freaking hat <laughs> yeah. and, and still right. no explanation at all in, in a very weird segment where Cody Rhodes is just he's playing his best Captain America impression. He's just taking out all these freaking security guards. It's just, it's just so weird. It would make more sense again, if Cody was holding freaking titles, but this feud guys is it's doing nothing but harm Cody. And I'm actually hearing Brian, and this is no joke that Cody, like they wouldn't, people wouldn't mind if Brock actually won this match. What the fuck? <laughs> It's, I kind of heard like, something about that too with the partnership with UFC. Okay kinda, yeah. That if Brock wins this match, I mean, because, oh, because it's the whole, they want to go back to the whole John Cena thing. I'm sorry. Like, are, are we, it's just, am I missing something here? What, why, what, in what fucking world would it be a good idea for this dude after he just took a devastating loss to Roman, which was just dumbfounding and just mind boggling as it is. And he's losing to Brock, who's a part timer. What, what are we doing? It's what, yeah. why, I mean, Cody Rhodes clearly, clearly needs to win the freaking match. Um, am, am I excited about the match? Uh, to be honest, no, because there's nothing makes sense about the feud. There's no explanation. There's no reason why they're fighting. Brock hasn't said anything about why they're fighting. Even guests, even commentators like Michael Cole and Wade Barrett, they had to make up some shit this past Friday night on SmackDown about why Brock is attacking Cody because he went on first at WrestleMania night two. It's just, again, they're just, they, they don't know what <laughs> right. they're doing. They're just throwing baloney at the wall and seeing first. if it sticks. And it just, it pisses me off because, because fans also want to defend this. And it's just, Ooh. it's absolutely, it's just, it's absolutely freaking ridiculous. It, it, it really is. But, um, but before we get into the show, Brian, your, your thoughts about, you know, and we'll talk more about this whole bloodline uh, situation as well in regards to the tag titles uh, stuff about, Rey Mysterio and Bad Bunny and all that stuff and more and, and stuff. And of course the women's division. Uh, but Brian, before we mm -hmm. get into Monday night raw, your thoughts about this whole, cause I'm sure, you know, it's been pretty much the talk of the wrestling world, your thoughts of this whole Brock and Cody feud uh, since it started a couple weeks ago. 
Yeah, um, I still, again, I mean, nobody really knows why it's happening or, or where it's going or the reason reasoning behind it, I guess. Um, but yeah, I've heard a little bit, especially in the past day or two, about, you know, considering the, the company, you know, that bought WWE, the, the UFC ties, like, you know, kind of cross-promoting, I guess, to some degree, because Brock has done both, can do both, whatever, and that would be the reason why he wins. I don't know. Um, but as far as, like, a strictly wrestling uh, perspective, yeah, that's a horrible call, man. Um, if, if that were to happen, like, I mean, you might as well, anything after that, like, anything after that, and I, look, I'm not the biggest Cody homer, uh, really, not at all. And like, you know, I even like initially, like I didn't want to like him, right? Because the whole, even the outfit, the colors, like I, as far as like you, you, you just mentioned like the Captain America thing, right? I don't like that. <laughs> like that, that whole yeah, aspect of that, taking, that he's persona, out like all these freaking security guards when apparently he wasn't medically cleared to be in the building, but yet here he is taking out. No, all these I mean not just. Not just not that just, that yeah. instance. I mean, just his whole the, the whole like persona, like you know, because he's got to overcome adversity, and... Brian. He's got to <laughs> right. It's a bunch of so, bullshit. Oh my god! But if if he loses this, then anything like he might as well never get a title shot because anything number one, anything after that is like it would almost where feel does he to go me, from there? And granted. It would just feel like WWE is just like throwing them scraps, like oh, like we fucked you a year ago. Here you go. And, and to me, it kind of seems like why? Again, you're never going to prove, you know, is it intention? What's intentional? What's not? What's real? You know, there, there's always gray areas. But look, both Vince and Triple H have documented history of like just like railroading people for like because. Uh, because he, in Triple H's case, because he wouldn't wanted to keep his spot, and in Vince McMahon's case, because he fucking can. Um, and if that's if, if that's what they're doing with Cody here after the story they had built and and the story Cody built, like frankly, that that just is that's just really fucking lame and just like why would you do that? Um, but yeah, I, I, I Cody has to win this match. Yeah. Um, uh, no doubt, uh, but <laughs> if he doesn't, but it's adversity, again, Brian. You know, people need to just see more freaking adversity, right? They they need to see they uh, need yeah. to see this dude struggle when this dude is already freaking over. By the way, Brian, you want to hear something? Want to hear something crazy? So I I talk <laughs> about merchandise sales, right? Uh, this past WrestleMania weekend, this dude surpassed Roman Reigns as the top merchandise seller this past weekend. Right. Did it? Yeah. Past yeah. Roman Reigns. Yeah. That, yeah, guys, no that shocker. Is, that is, yeah. yeah. That's no shocker. Right. But, but he's, but, right. but again, he needs to struggle. Right. It's not time. It's not time yet, James. <laughs> he needs to struggle. Right. It's, it's just, you know, we need a thousand more days for Roman Reigns to hold the title. Guys, yeah. give me a break. Like, it, enough. honestly, anybody, we, we anybody been, with the, the, he hasn't struggled talk. Like, I, I don't of, even like, give that a, any credence at people all. People are still defending that. <laughs> And like it's just like enough. Like we have, I said it from the beginning that this was botched, and this was complete, and this was absolutely the worst booking botch of all time. And I stand by that, and it's showing right now. 
Like this, yeah. I mean, Cody Rhodes should be holding on to these two titles. And again, there's no Roman Reigns. Is Roman Reigns even going to be a part of WrestleMania backlash? Anybody? It, like, no, the, this dude, I'm pretty sure so he's, he's again, not. So he's, right? yeah. so he's holding on to two titles, right? Just to get to a, to the thousand day mark. And there's going to be this <laughs> draft, right? This draft, like, oh, that that's just going to solve everybody's problems, right? It's the freaking draft. When, when you know, they're, they're, I have no faith in WWE. They're just going to continue to do brand invitationals. And freaking whatever the wild card rule, whatever the fuck they they throw, yeah, right? right. It just it just doesn't make freaking sense. Like if and and it just proves, guys, that ever since WrestleMania Night Two, things have just been flat, and things have just been not hitting. Everything has been underwhelming, mm-hmm. and in everything that I've mentioned, and Brian, you've mentioned it as well. We have been right since the beginning. Cody Rhodes, as of this moment should be freaking champion because the, because the feud with Brock would make more sense. It would make more sense to why he would attack Cody in the first place. And Cody yep. Rhodes, he would have all the momentum in the world. You can have that. You can have that Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico show for WrestleMania backlash. Cody Rhodes gets his big, big title defense over Brock Lesnar does no harm to Brock because he's hardly part-time. It, it's that fucking simple, but no, mm-hmm. but fans want to bitch and freaking moan because Cody Rhodes because they just don't like Cody Rhodes. That that's the problem, right? It's, it, it's if you don't like Cody yeah. Rhodes, that's totally fine. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm not here to, to for you to for you to go on WWE shop and buy that freaking that freaking belt that that American Nightmare belt <laughs> and buy all of this freaking gear. I'm not here to do that. But what I'm here to tell you is the facts. If you don't want to hear the facts, then go to other someone other freaking podcaster that's just going to give their second grade type of fucking opinion that nobody needs to fucking hear because it's not accomplishing anything so it that that's just my whole take on that so but with all that being said guys uh i know that was a lot in this cold open but hey it's the season (laughs) premiere hey you know even it's a new season a new logo a new format but hey it's the still still all that ruthless (laughs) the ruthless aggression right and and still that amplification you're gonna get on this platform and i'm telling you if, if you're not if, if you're not a fan of it that's totally fine guess what hit the bricks <laughs> that's just that simple if you don't like what we're saying yeah, for sure then then i don't know what to tell you go to go to some other schmucks freaking platform they will kiss the ass of vince mcmahon and, and kiss people's ass like tony khan until the freaking cows come home right but on this freaking platform we tell it like it is we don't sugarcoat stuff and we want professional wrestling to be better and with this new season, it's no freaking different. We have the same mission in mind, uh, even from when we first started. So, all right, mm-hmm. Brian, let's get into this show as we are reviewing Monday Night Raw from last night. Was this a good show? Did it get any better? Well, let's find out, shall we? Monday Night Raw, April 17th, 2023, live in Little Rock, Arkansas. Our number one starts off with the bloodline as they start the show, their music hits, and they hit the ring. Paul Heyman says a few words, and then the Judgment Day interrupt, and they hit the ring as well. Uh, a lot of face-to-face moments. You had a face-to-face between Priest and Solo Sokoa, and then uh, Paul Heyman gets on the microphone and says, it's a good day to be a very bad guy. If there was a heaven, <laughs> none of us are getting into it. And like Damian Priest is like shaking his head. Uh, so you got the Usos and the Bloodline, Solo Sokoa, and you got the Judgment Day on one end. There was an epic stare down, too, between Rhea and, uh, and Solo Sokoa as well. Yeah. Uh, but pretty much, um, so Paul Heyman, so there was pretty much this deal that was, was made between, or was, S, was made by the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns 
to take care of the the Sami Zayn, Matt Riddle, Kevin Owens problem, right? And if you scratch my back, I scratch yours, right? If you handle our business, mm -hmm. we'll handle yours. And the Usos, Jay Uso, he interrupts Paul Heyman. He's like, wait, we, we didn't get that message. We didn't get that, that information. So there you can already kind of see the, the disconnect yep. right there that, that Roman Reigns, he's trying to distance himself away from the Usos. And now Solo Sokoa is now taking more of center stage, in, in, at least in regards to the bloodline as, this, as the Usos mm -hmm. are slowly being distanced away. You saw a little bit of that on SmackDown where Paul Heyman was addressing uh, both Matt Riddle and I believe it was Sami Zayn in a tag match or whatever, or something along those lines. And as he's delivering the lines saying, you know, it's like the tribal chief is getting is getting uh, or he's losing his patience with you. He's looking at the Usos the whole time. So I, I like the fact that they're they're trying to still tell some semblance of a story. But here's the problem, though, Brian. It's still the same freaking story. We're talking about solving the Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens and Matt Riddle problem. It's just it, you're repeating the same story. This 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 storyline is peaked. It, it's 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 had its mm -hmm. peak. And now we're just repeating the same story. I, I mean, they're trying to connect dots here. I, I respect that, but it's not getting any better as where it was leading up to Mania. It, it's just not. So, right. So the Usos, they're they're um, they're unaware of of the orders from from Roman Reigns and like Paul Heyman. He's trying to like BS his way out of it, and he's like, you know, you know, just you know, Paul Heyman just being Paul Heyman, right? Um, you know, it's like and there was a stare down between uh, you know, like I mentioned, Rhea Ripley and Solo Sokoa. And Heyman's like, is everything okay here? And then Rhea Ripley's like, for now. <laughs> and then and then as this segment ends, Paul Heyman is, I guess he can just make matches now as he announces that later in the later in the night, Solos or excuse me, Matt Riddle, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens will be in a six-man tag later in the night against the Judgment Day. And Solo Sokoa will face Rey Mysterio at um in a one-on-one -on -one match to kick off the night as Rey Mysterio's music hits and we go into our first match of the night. So this was Solo Sokoa versus Rey Mysterio as match time in length was about nine minutes. Rey Mysterio hits the 619, hits a splash from the top rope. Solo Sokoa kicks out. Pretty decent match. I mean, of course, I mean, most of these Solo yeah. Sokoa matches have been pretty much to pretty much showcase Solo Sokoa. I really do like what they're doing with Solo. I mean, I wish he couldn't. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you were going to have Cody Rhodes freaking lose at Mania, I, I don't know why he, then he had to take a freaking L to Cody anyway. This dude should still be undefeated. You could have hyped that up just a little bit more. Uh, but who the fuck do I mean, who, what the fuck do I know, Brian? I, I don't know. I'm just some <laughs> schmuck that just that just does, you know, just talks on into this microphone and and rants and raves about professional wrestling. I don't know. But anyway, um, so Ray, so Ray Mysterio goes for a second uh, six one nine when the Usos start to get involved. The LWO uh, they come to the aid as they try to even up the even up the odds. Um, a brawling escalates at ringside. Uh, Ray Mysterio hits his second six one nine, and then Solo sidesteps the the splash from the top rope from Ray Mysterio. Solo Sokoa wins the match via the Samoan spike, and then post match Solo Sokoa the Usos. They all attack LWO and uh, Rey Mysterio um, as the match ends, as the bloodline stands tall uh, to end the segment. So, Brian, I'll have you start your thoughts on this opening segment and this first match of the night. I thought the opener promo was pretty good, um, you know, with the Usos and Judgment Day. Uh, I tell you, like, when Judgment Day initially came out, you know, I thought that it, it was, 
you're bleeding, which I think ultimately it will lead to some sort of feud, but yeah, I'll save that for, for the end of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was a good promo. Um, I still, I, again, I like the fact that they're still, that they still are keeping the story alive, even though, again, I, I agree it, it should peaked. be over, but it's it's, it's peaked, not. Man. Yeah, it's it's done, and we're just um, repeating the same. St- it's again, it's it's like watching an ep- it's like watching your favorite TV show or your series, and you're watching the same episode over, and it may be yeah. good, but it's the same story. It, it's and it's just sure, it, it's sure. over and over. It's just on freaking repeat. It's just like okay, what the what the fuck are we doing? Right, we're still yeah. talking about a Sami Zayn. And Kevin Owens' problem, like I, I just like what, where, where are we going with this? Like that, that was going on. That they that, don't know uh, what they're you know, doing. About about a month before Mania, like we were talking about the KO and Sammy problem. So yeah, it's just like yeah, they don't know what they're right. doing. Like they, they, they're again, they're throwing baloney at the wall, and they and they want to see if it fucking sticks, right? And and and, yeah. and nobody's and a lot. Well, I'm sure there's some people that are actually buying this shit, but still, majority of these people and fans. I'm not buying it. This this whole bloodline storyline should have ended at Mania, right? And we said that mm-hmm. as well. And again, we're and and just because and the way we're dissecting this this segment proves that we were right once again. That there's 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 this this storyline, whatever this six man tag match is going to be at, at Backlash. It, it, there's yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing that's getting much. There's not. There's nothing that's getting us more intrigued. That was getting us intrigued going into Mania. It's not. It's yeah, the same fucking right. story. But yeah, Brian, continue. Yeah, I mean, other than that, um, you know, there, there's something. Something's going to happen sooner or later between Solo and Rhea, I, and I want to see what that is because that's the. I, I don't. I can't remember if it was on a, a, a weekly show or maybe it was at the. I guess it wouldn't have been at the Rumble, but at some point, like Rhea and Solo have had a stare down before, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's there's something that's going to happen there eventually. Yeah, um, I'm sure of it. Yeah. And so yeah, as far as going into the match with uh, Mysterio, yeah, it was a good match. Um, Again, I'll kind of say my comments to the end where, like, you know, we'll see, like, everybody's involved. You know, I, I kind of commented yeah. on the LWO same, same, our, our last. Same, honestly. I actually yeah. have a lot to say. Because, again, you're not just not, again, like we mentioned at the, I mentioned at the, in this segment, they're going to face each other in a six-man tag. So, I got a lot to say about that. But, yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, again, it, it's, uh you can see now where they're going, where Romans, he's not even going to be there most of the time. You got the, the Brock and Cody feud. They're, they're over the there. Right so call, now Brian, he's, she's, he's got to hit a thousand <laughs> days, right? I mean, you know, he's, yeah, it's kind of easy absolutely. to hit a thousand days when you don't show up to fucking work. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if I, it's, I mean, uh, it's just, you know, it's just ridiculous, but yeah, continue. My bad. Yeah. Sorry for cutting you off. <laughs> and that, that whole thing, like uh, even, you know, again, the, the way they, they they want to make these numbers and and things. I mean, to some degree, it means something. But this isn't baseball. This isn't getting three thousand hits, right? I mean, the the that the title run that Hogan had, right in the in the mid eighties. I mean, shit. What did he defend his title like five times a year, maybe? You know. So it's it, it, that's place. all kind of like we defended Roman Reigns and listen, we love Roman, right? And I still love sure, Roman. sure. I still love the character and I love the person. Right. But again, it's, mm. it's sometimes like, and look, there was a, 
there was a reason. I was one of the few, and Brian, I'm sure you are as well, that we defended Roman Reigns not showing up and only being part-time, you know, because because of the title reign, because it all led up to Mania, right? That was the reason why. That was the moment. And now he's still champion after Mania. It's just like, okay, now it's like, okay, now yeah. we got to call out the bullshit here. You know, it's not much calling the, yeah. it's not much calling out Roman. It's calling out the bullshit with this fucking booking. So, sure, sure. But yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, you know, as far as the mania or the match goes, um, yeah, you know, it, it ends with LWO getting beat down by by the Bloodline. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see in the next coming weeks. Obviously, leading up to Backlash, there's going to be all sorts of like tags and and singles matches and and and. You'll see why at the end of the show. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To, to so, kind of make a long yeah. story short here as I go into this next segment. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm just glad because as soon as the Judgment Day came out, I'm like, oh, God, no. Is the, are, are they just going to have like a freaking match together? Like, is this – I'm like oh, – so, again, so I like the fact that, okay, there there's some semblance of like, okay, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. Yeah. Could have been, been done better. Absolutely. But I, again, I at least that there there was something. So I, I'll give them that. I'll give them <laughs> WWE. I'll, I'll give you like a slight a bit of credit. Just but but again, it's mm-hmm. very very slight about this much, right? Um. So, but again, I, it's just weird that we're still going into the same. Oh, solve the Sami Zayn problem. Solve the Kevin Owens problem. Now we have a right. riddle that we need to solve. They're like <laughs> put Heyman putting <laughs> that touch on that with Matt Riddle, but yeah. Um. But then we get into this into this match. Isn't Rey Mysterio a SmackDown superstar? Correct? Because yeah, and isn't yeah, there supposed so, yeah. to be a draft? So technically, so yeah. this brand split should still be a thing, correct? So you have a SmackDown yeah. superstar that's coming over to Raw on a fucking brand that he's not even on. And once again, he's losing. Brian, ever since WrestleMania, he lost. I'm pretty sure he lost to Austin Theory, right? And I think he lost mm-hmm. to somebody else. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting who. Um, I mean, it was some sort of a tag match that he's he's lost the tag matches on SmackDown. Yeah. And he's been losing matches on Raw. What the fuck? What? what like, ser- <laughs> like seriously? What? What are we? Oh, it's some. Oh, but he's a Hall of Fame. You know, we talk about him being a Hall of Famer, but yet he just keeps collecting freaking L's. Now I understand Solo yeah. Sokoa winning this match should be the right call, but why against Ray? He's not even a raw superstar, but yet you, people are want to try to blow smoke up my ass, and this company wants to blow smoke up my rear end that there's a brand split and that there's a draft. Give me a fucking break, like un, like enough. It, it's just it's so yeah. freaking dumb. It's just we see this all the freaking time. It's like Ray, what business does Ray Mysterio? He's a, he's a SmackDown superstar, guys. It does not make any sense whatsoever. Um, and, and then like I said, and I'll talk more about this whole situation at the end of the night. Cause I got some more I need to say, but, um, uh, again, and the other positive that I can, I can spew about this is that the match was decent. Um, again, it's solo yeah. Sokoa and right, by the way, I'm also in, 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 in going into solo Sokoa. I, I love, I really like this dude a lot. This dude as booking has actually been, has been very, very good. Um, he's, he, he, he feels like a dominant force you know he feels like an like a right. dominant like force in the in the bloodline and here's some more bullshit that i keep i keep i keep hearing brian as well we we talk about building like talent 
right? Building talent in, in your active roster, right? Solo Sokoa right. has been built pretty solid. I mean, he's been he's getting put into this in, into these uh, main events, and then all of a sudden, people just turn this. Like, I'm already hearing stuff. Oh, Solo Sokoa, all he's got to do is just put on mediocre matches just to get a big push. So, so as soon as this dude gets a push, it's just like we instantly turn on him. Instantly, that's how fucking fickle. That's why I can't stand yeah, these fans. Yeah. It's just like as soon as someone we talk about, oh, we need to build, we need to build superstars, we need to build NXT talent, right? Solo Sokoa is a part of an NXT talent. Well, here he is. He is being booked tremendously, but still, Brian, still people want to fucking bitch. It drives me yeah. up a freaking wall. Oh my <laughs> god, man! Like that, I just had to bring that up because that just boggles my fucking mind. So people, whoever's spilling that shit, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the match was fine. And Solo Sokoa, the beatdown, and I'll get more about the beatdown and later on in the night. But again, just so half hour has gone by. And I'm going to be honest, Brian, I'm, I'm not. I mean, were there some moments in, in the face to face? OK, maybe. Um, but was it anything that was great that I need to go back and watch? No, no. no. That, see, that, that's what I mean. And, and there was nothing that was that special, that was that great, as people want to also blow that up my freaking ass about how great these shows have been. Um, because it just, it, yeah, it just makes no freaking sense at all. And we'll get more into this as we go later on into the night with that whole six-man tag. But next match, yeah. we have Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai, as this match was nine and a half minutes. Um, also a decent match. Uh, and Belair wins this match via the KOD as uh, Bailey and Io Sky are at ringside because, you know, Io Sky, I believe she has a potential match or, or well, she has a match because she won a triple threat, even though it wasn't promoted right. to even be a number one contenders match. It was a they, they did something last week where, OK, if if you win this match, then you're in line or in some sort of a of a championship opportunity, whatever the fuck that means. Again, they don't know what the fuck doing brian they're again they're just throwing shit out there and they want us to make us eat it up like we're like we're a bunch of schmucks right. no, not on this fucking platform absolutely not uh, so but so here's the thing and i'll start this off and brian i'll send this off to you bianca winning of listen i love bianca belair this woman should not be holding the freaking title uh, it, it just it does not her reign her title reign for the past over the last several months has been God awful. And that's no that's no fault to her own. The build, the booking of her freaking her fur title reign has been god awful. Um she has been yeah. there is nothing that gets you any and same with Rhea. I mean, even Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley so far has been holding on to the title. Sometimes I even forget that she's holding that freaking title because and she's supposed to be in the in the freaking uh in some sort of a match with Selena Vega. Um I guess that because that's already being promoted for 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 Puerto Rico and backlash, yeah, that that build's been that build's been really intriguing. We we hardly that we hardly <laughs> hardly even know that's even a freaking feud because it's mostly uh, been that's about, the first I heard of it. Actually, it's mostly been about <laughs> exactly. People like Brian don't even know that that's a thing, and that that that's that yeah. that's, that that's that that's just what makes that's the. the, the I was getting ready to say like. Since Mania, yeah, there's no like she has nobody to feud with yet. Like there's no there, there's some there's there. some things like, going on with you know because the you know it's Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, Dominic, and Rey Mysterio. So yeah, Rhea and and Selena have been kind of going at it in regards to that whole feud. So I don't know if that's going to lead to a match. I love Selena Vega, yeah. but does she really need a title match, guys? Give me a 
can break. But again, but you know, not to get off track here, but back to this match. Um, you know, even though listen, Bianca's your champion, whatever, right? Of course, she has to win the match. What 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 is this doing for Dakota Kai? She just loses clean. Uh, for no for, for guys, for what fucking reason? To build a to, to build what a, a a match between EO Sky. I love the fact that EO Sky is getting this freaking is getting somewhat of a, a push. And I understand there's there's cracks being formed, I guess, in damage control. And I said it right from the jump. If, if they're going to lose at WrestleMania, you might as well get rid of them because they, they have yeah. nothing. Uh, there's mm-hmm. nothing else that they can do as a team up to this point. No one's going to take them seriously as a team. You might as well start breaking them up. So I like that aspect. But why does Dakota Kai need to take a loss? And why is Bailey and, and EO Sky even out there? All they did was just sit there. At, at right. ringside, and nothing led to anything. Bianca Belair just wins the match, and that's it. We don't see, we don't hear from any of these fucking ladies at all. So yeah, they got nine and a half minutes, but did anybody give a shit about what they're doing next week? The answer is no, and that's what pisses yeah. me off. The booking. If your name is not Becky Lynch or Charlotte Flair, you are going to get. And if, and if you're a female talent, you are going to get the short end of the stick every single time, and it pisses me off. Brian, go ahead. The floor is yours. Your thoughts on this match. So I might go a little bit in a, in a different direction regarding this, this match. Um, I'll start off saying like, I mean, yeah, the, the crowd was completely fucking dead the whole time. Exactly. Unfortunate yeah. Oh my God. Cause, cause it was, it was a pretty good match and I, yeah, absolutely. You know, I was going yeah. into it. I was like, decent match. Absolutely. Fuck, this is going to be good. like a, you know, two, three minute match. So I give kudos to WWE that, I was like, oh, because I you said it was nine and a half minutes. So I was like, shit, they're going over ten minutes. That's the only positive vibe I have about this, Brian. Honestly, is that they actually gave them close to ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So I like that. You know, as far as you know, we we saw the the match with EO last week. You know, here's my only trepidation about that because I think if, if you're splitting them up, which I think should happen, I do think EO should get a push here because I think she's she's a great talent but here's the here's the thing I think much in the same vein as Asuka she's they're only going to push her so far because oh I don't trust it maybe because of the English or you know whatever but (laughs) the 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 woman's got talent man and again they're this is this is wrestling get creative Get you know again. You can have a manager, a, a valet, a whatever, if you need it that badly. Mm-hmm. But she can, you can push her, and she is at least what I've seen in ring. Um, man, she's she's fucking awesome. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't. I think that's the way they're gonna go. Uh, given, of course, that EO won that match, and then you have Dakota losing here. That they are gonna give EO a push, but. I don't fucking trust it, man. I no. think they're they're gonna they're gonna she's push not, her up. She's push not her even up, push really up, she's then, not even really a number one contender. They never really even said that. They just oh she won this yeah. this I guess a contendership. It wasn't even a contendership type of a match. It was just a triple threat match. <laughs> like oh you're in line for a title opportunity. What the fuck does somewhere that mean? down the road? What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, somewhere along the they, again they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They have no direction. They don't know what they're doing with the split with damage control. They don't know what they're doing with Bianca's title reign. They don't know what they're doing with EO Scott. They don't know what they're doing about anything. There yeah. is no long term plan, and, and they're just they're 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 just they're going through the fucking motions, and, and that and it and, yeah. it and it shows because nothing makes sense. Why did Dakota Kai need to take an L? Just, 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 just straight clean. 
I, I don't. Yeah. I just don't get that. Well, if, if unfortunately, if they're if they're getting split up, like I, I think she's kind of she's going to be the one that's kind of almost like she'll be a, a like a jobber, you know, match. I mean, at least have like, at least I have guess. Bailey. Listen, if she's going to lose the match, fine, but at least have Bailey and EO be some sort of an influence in the match. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was weird. They like they're, they're a heel they group. Nothing. Right. It, it doesn't yeah. make any that, sense that was weird. at all. And like, again, just Bianca Belair, I can go on for hours. How her title reign has just been, has just been awful. There's nothing meaningful yeah. to watch about her. And I love the, I love the girl. She is the most, one of the most talented, athletically gifted freaking female wrestlers on this roster. But there has been nothing over the past several months, even leading up to Mania, to, to wanting to watch Bianca Belair. There's nothing. Um, the only thing, and again, listen, I understand the only positive gripe I can have this as I kind of wrap this all up into a bow here is the fact that damage control, there's a slow burn here about the the the, the split between damage control. Just break up that yeah. working group because it's doing nothing. It's doing nothing for anybody, and it's doing nothing for them. And, and the fact that they gave these women 10 minutes at least, and it was a decent solid match. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Brian, the, the crowd was dead, and nobody gives a shit because that's what happens when you give these women the short end of the stick, and there's nothing meaningful to yeah. give a shit about the match. It, that, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they just went on there and put on you know a, a damn good 10-minute match. Um, that sh- Yeah, like if you would – Again, if this was built and and people, you give the crowd a chance to get invested in it, yeah. Instead of just throwing like, you know, Bianca Belair against competitor A, B, and C, and there's you know different one every week, and there's no story, then nobody gives a shit. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's pretty fucking simple. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, you're not wrong. You're spot on, dude. Absolutely spot on. Heyman is backstage asking the Judgment Day um, if they were satisfied. Um, of what the damage done to Ray Mysterio and LWO. Finn Balor replies with, eh, just eh. <laughs> Honestly, that's my reaction to every single Monday Night Raw that I watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, no, I'm kidding. Listen, I kid because I care. <laughs> okay. But listen, <laughs> but seriously, but in all seriousness, right? So um, this whole backstage segment, right? I. Again, I like the fact that, okay, like, listen, you know, and Heyman goes on to say, you know, listen, we, we did our part. Now it's time for you guys to do, to do your part later on mm-hmm. the night. Take care of, you know, Riddle, Zane, and, and Kevin, or Sami Zayn, Riddle, and Kevin Owens. So, um, so again, I, could this be done? This could have been, I, listen, I'm sure, Brian, there's many ways that we could have done this creatively to book this even more, like, intriguing and investive, but still... I like what they're at least trying to do. We, you know, trying to build up. I, I don't want to say suspense because I don't. There's really not much suspense to be made here. But they're yeah. trying to. It's like you mentioned before. They're trying to, trying to somewhat connect dots, which I can respect. But uh, that that's the only positive gripe I have about this. Um, and here's the thing too with Finn. Like, what's Finn's direction? Because with yeah. Edge, right? I mean. You know, it's funny. You know who I would feel? Listen, I'm going to mention this, and Brian, I'm going to send this off to you, and because this came up in my mind, right? We're going to get to Seth Rollins, right, um, in just a few few moments in the second hour, um, or a little, or, or later on into the second hour. If you're going to keep Seth Rollins as a babyface, right? You know, because right now, like, what's going? What what is Seth Rollins doing right now? Really, nothing, right? He's got really no direction. You know who I feel with Brian? Yeah. Feeling with Finn Balor. Why not? 
it, it's Keep a one now, like, now here's the thing right now neither one of them could really can really lose right so i wouldn't do that right now but i would start maybe planting seeds right and maybe lead it to a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. you and if you tell the story right and get people really investive then who knows like whoever takes the loss it wouldn't do that much harm to them at all but finn balor yeah against rollins sign me up for that i mean what it's, what are their plans yeah, what else are we yeah, going to do sure. with them like, I mean, someone, someone, someone tell me. Well, we'll see where they go to, if they go to Raw or SmackDown first. Yeah, and of course. I mean, the dra the, the draft, right? I guess it all comes yeah. down to the draft. But yeah, Brian, before we get into our number two here, your thoughts of this whole backstage segment and this pitch about maybe Seth Rollins and Finn Balor in a potential, maybe a feud, I mean, in that regard. Yeah. Um, so as far as the backstage segment goes, I mean, it, yeah, it was all right. I, I mean, it just... Um, uh, the biggest thing I like about it is just the, you know, the fact that you're still telling the story, you know, throughout the show, like we've mentioned before, you know, you're still having those segments that, that continue to, uh, you know, build the path to where you're going. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I mean, it was a quick little segment. Uh, you know, obviously this isn't a long-term uh, partnership here going on. So, you know, yeah, there's a, uh, Nothing to say other than that, really. I mean, because obviously these guys, in some form or fashion, are going to wind up feuding. Um, and then, yeah, the the match with uh, Finn and and uh, Seth, yeah, that that would definitely be a could be an entertaining feud. Um, and I don't know, almost even say, <laughs> given you know, have Seth take the L if you you're still keeping this character, have Seth Seth take the L there and. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Either you could write him off TV yeah. for a little bit, or just have because I, I will admit that, that would be like, the hard part is to is to figure out who goes over. Um, I, I will admit yeah. that, but again, if you, if you get creative and if you make it fun, then again, that whoever that loser is, it doesn't it it, it won't do that much harm. Look at even we talked yeah. about it with L.A. Knight and that whole Bray Wyatt feud, right? Even though. Uh, and even though Br LA Knight's booking has been absolutely freaking trash since then, and we're going to talk more about LA Knight, especially especially coming uh, in into SmackDown uh, this coming Saturday. But um, but with that feud, how good that feud was uh, with 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 uh, with Bray Wyatt, and that loss did really no harm to him at all. It really didn't. Now, no. obviously, leading yeah, after yeah, that, they all. haven't done shit for him after that, and it's harmed him ever since. Yep. But that feud alone. It did no harm to L to LA Knight at all, um, and and I and I can it, say it this, put him on the map. It, it built it. It, it. it introduced him to us, abs, like the, and his mic skills. And, absolutely, yeah, yeah. and I feel like you can kind of create that same type of magic with Seth Rollins and 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 Finn Balor because there is history there. Sure, um, you know, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, have we seen them in the ring before? Of course, but again, if you do it properly, right? And and again, because again, because I, I ask again. What are the plans for Seth Rollins and Finn Balor moving forward? What What are the plans? Edge is, I mean, uh, is, is Finn Balor going to wrestle Edge again? Oh, give me a break. Stop. We're, we're not going to go back to that again, are we? P please no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, same with Seth Rollins. Like, is he just going to, is he just going to go out? Is he just going to go out to the ring, ring every week and just pander to everybody in the crowd singing his, like singing a song? Like what, 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 are, what are we doing with these people? Right. You might as yep. well start planting seeds for a feud. So again, you know, I know people, you know, I'm just, 
just throwing that out there. So again, I, I feel like I have a lot more creative freaking juices than half of these freaking writers or these creative writers in this freaking company. So right. but anyway, moving on into our number two, we have the American nightmare, Cody Rhodes, his music hits and he enters the ring. Cody Rhodes immediately calls out Brock. Like he's wasting no time. He's like, get your ass out here. Like really fired up. Um, Adam Pierce, he comes out and he interrupts. He tries to like regain control of the situation. Like he's like, Hey, like, listen enough. He's like, he's saying to Cody, like, listen, I want you to leave the ring. You're not medically cleared. Keep that in mind, guys. You're not medically cleared to, to, to be in action tonight. Um, you know, and then he's like, I want you to leave the ring. Like, please just, you know, just make, please make this as easy as possible. Just leave the ring. And Cody Rhodes, he obliges and he acknowledges and he, he gets up and he starts to walk away, but then he kind of like looks back and then he starts to, um, then he starts to bring in a chair, right? He starts to bring in this chair into the ring and then, um, Adam Pierce brings in secure or Adam Pierce brings in security. He's like, all right, now I have no choice, but to get security out here. Then he cuts to uh, the security. Then he tries to get Cody to exit out the ring as Cody Rhodes is in the middle of the ring. Brock Lesnar music hits and he enters the ramp again. He's he, the dude legit looks like he's freaking Jeepers Creepers uh, with the top cap and the freaking uh, and the coat and everything. Right. And he, he's yeah. out there. Um, Adam Pierce offers. And then like, you know, Cody Rhodes, he's getting more amplified. Like he's now Brock Lesnar's is he's out in on the rampway. And Adam Pierce offers a match with Brock Lesnar at Backlash if he leaves the ring in peace. And then Cody Rhodes, he's just like, and then he just goes Captain America and he just freaking just starts attacking security. Um, it, like just one by one, just attacking security. Brock Lesnar, he's just standing on the on the ramp and he's baiting Cody to to run up the ramp and fight him. More security's coming out to keep Cody separate from Brock. Uh, Cody continues to lay out security again, like he's this, like he's this legit superhero and, and he's just taking out when he's, when apparently he was, he's not medically cleared. And yet he's a, he, he's taking out like what felt like over a hundred freaking, uh, I was going to say there had to be like 25 to 35. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Guys there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then, and then Cody, uh, he continues to lay out the security and then like he gets on the microphone and says, uh, you are not a cowboy you are a coward. And then that Cody Rhodes drops the microphone. He leaves as the same. Well, as before Cody Rhodes says that Brock Lesnar left uh, the rampways he had uh, backstage. Mm. Um, and that was the segment. Have you start your, your thoughts on this, this whole segment? Uh, I mean, it was okay, I guess. Um, again, you know, Cody on the, on the mic, uh, man, he's, he's really been good. Um, Really, you know, I mean, he's always kind of been good, but in this specifically leading up to this feud in Mania and hereafter, uh, I think he stepped it up another notch. So, well, I do like that aspect of it. Um, you know, how long do we have till till backlash? What you said, it's about three weeks, we have, right? We have about three weeks. We have less than a month. I think it's three, two to three weeks, so, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not that long of a time where, like, look, if this is the route you're going, and and obviously it is, just have, you know, have Brock come out there, I don't know, somehow explain what and why. 
you know, somehow. You would think. Um, and then, <laughs> and then again, you only got three weeks, so you can have the brawls, the whatever. You can ha- you can still do all that. Mm-hmm. But, like, fucking, at, at least fucking try to explain it, <laughs> you know, to begin with. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, with, with, that, with that being said, I mean, you know, again, it, it was kind of just like a whole lot of nothing. You know, Brock comes out there. You know, 35 security guards are in between them. Nothing happens. And, uh, you know, gosh, I, I don't know. It, it seemed, You know what? This is probably going to go where, again, we only got three weeks. We're probably really not going to know why this feud is happening or they're not going to really answer any questions until, like, the SmackDown or the Raw before. Um, and it's just kind of going to be these random... You know, I expect Cody again next next week to call out Co- or Brock again, probably. He's just uh, trying to turn chicken shit into chicken sa- into chicken salad. Yeah. Because he's trying to carry this, whatever this story is, on his back that has no direction, that doesn't make any ounce <laughs> of sense. It, it's just like, it, there's so much that Cody Rhodes can even do, right? You put him in, like, it's just, it doesn't, like... Like what are we doing? And here's here's the other here's the other thing to that. If this if this whole thing right is because Cody hasn't been tested enough or gone through enough, well, if you're immediately if you're immediately then throwing him into a feud with Brock, and he beats Brock, well, where's he going to go after that? Because Roman again, Roman <laughs> at the earliest is going to lose at SummerSlam, and I don't even think it's going to happen then. Oh, dude! But it probably might not be th- at SummerSlam. It might it might be till next year's right. Mania at, at, in Philly. <laughs> oh, WrestleMania it would not, I, Seriously, I I, I don't say That's that in jest. It might seriously be that long. I, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if, if you're if you're telling if you're telling us or, or trying to sell us a story that now he has to prove himself. Well, if he just went through Brock, so what? At the next pay per view, he's gonna what fight? Who like exactly. who would be more of a bigger test than Brock? <laughs> like, so, but again, uh, it would make sense know. if he's holding titles because then you exactly can't the challenger. But no, but no, Brock. But Roman Reigns winning was the right call, you know, because now he just gets to sit at home. He takes his six month vacation, and and everybody just you know everybody's happy, right? Give me a fucking break, man! If you think <laughs> uh, it's just like it's like we're dealing with just with idiots. With, with freaking idiots that they spew out bullshit and they want to sound smart, right? Oh, it's long-term storytelling or freaking let it play out. They want to sound like they're fucking smart. While, while, while in reality, they, they just, they don't know what they're talking about. And they're, they're just trying to, it's just like, there's nothing to defend. There's nothing. This, yeah, this was watched really. as soon as Cody lost. And now you're seeing the, you're seeing the repercussions of it because they don't know where to go. They, they don't know where – and you're absolutely right, Brian. Let's say if Cody Rhodes does beat Brock Lesnar at, in, in Puerto Rico at Backlash, what's after that? Because if you're telling right. me that this is going to lead all the way up to SummerSlam, and who knows if Cody Rhodes is even going to be the guy for SummerSlam. They could take freaking yeah. Jimmy – Jey Uso, who I've, I've – <laughs> I have made my take about that and how ridiculous that shit sounds. Um even more people like freaking who knows, like some call up like freaking Braun Breaker. I could see WWE doing pulling up that bullshit as well. So it may not even be Cody Rhodes, Brian. Who knows? Who knows yeah. what this company is going to freaking do? Um, I yep. just don't have make sense because, listen, 
you know, you, you can have Cody Rhodes, make him look like a, you know, you can make him look like a freaking beast or a superhero, take out all these security guards, right? You can make Brock Lesnar, you know, back into this heelish type of a character, but nothing makes sense because we don't even know why Brock is even targeting Cody Rhodes in the first place. Yeah. And it doesn't right. make any sense. And because of that, nobody's going to be on board and nobody's going to give a shit because it's that inept and just that freaking yeah. stupid. Moving on into our next match. This is Seth Rollins versus The Miz. Uh, match time. And then they gave these dudes a lot of time. This was 13 yeah. minutes uh, in length. Uh, Miz attacks Rollins before the bell. So they're attacking. But, you know, Miz tries to gain the upper hand. Um, however, it did not go the way he planned out because he ends up losing this match as Rollins wins via a stop. Um, and again, in a very decent match. Um, I wouldn't yep, call this yep. great or awesome like freaking Little Rock, Arkansas was calling it because, again, we've seen this match oh, I before. I did hear that, yeah. We just, saw yeah, it. <laughs> we just saw it back in February, and now we're doing it again. And again, this did not lead mm -hmm. to anything. And here's the weird thing too, Brian, and I'm going to send this off to you because I'm going to make this short. For the past number of weeks, The Miz has pretty much been a comedic, pretty much a comedic jobber, right? He he's mm -hmm. been, he took bumps to Snoop Dogg. He took a bump to freaking George Kittle. He lost an impromptu match to Pat McAfee. He's been in weird segments. He he was he was supposed to be in a match with Matt Riddle because you know they botched Matt Riddle's freaking return, and now he wants to act all freaking serious and coming after the Bloodline where he was messing around with the Miz in a freaking segment like we're gonna forget about that shit and he gets his ass whooped by the freaking by 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 scooter mcgee as i like to freaking call him matt riddle <laughs> um so and now you're putting now for now out of the at, just out of the blue you want to have him go 10 plus minutes with seth rollins it's just i don't know the timing to that is weird i like the fact that they gave yeah. you time but again what did this lead to this like what did this win okay great for rollins like what? What are we? What are we doing with Seth Rollins? This is what I mean about the feud with him and Finn Balor. If you're gonna do that, you might as well start planting seeds. Maybe you build it for SummerSlam. I mean, do something, mm -hmm. even for the Miz. Like what? Like okay, he put on a decent performance in the match. What did this do for the freaking Miz? This match did nothing for anybody. You put on a 13 minute match for what? For for what? It just it just it just doesn't make any freaking sense. Oh, but, but we get to hear the, the the crowd singing a song. Oh. oh all that oh my god that song is gonna be the fucking death of me it's it's gonna be it's gonna be to my grave <laughs> seriously yeah, right. it's 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 ridiculous but uh before we move on brian your thoughts on this match between rollins and the miz yeah i'll keep this one short too i mean yeah a, a very really good match um again i disagree with the crowd it, everything doesn't have to be awesome it was a very very good match uh but Awesome. Eh, I don't know. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, um, I don't know what they're doing, where either of these guys are going. So uh, all it was for me was a good match. Um, I, I'm I'm sick to death of the Rollins character. Uh, yeah. So oh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I just don't know Jesus where either one Christ. of them are going or, or or what they're doing with either one of those guys. So um, it was a good match. Um, and I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty much it. This was again, yeah. uh, listen, a good match, and it's just like it's it's it, again, it's like AEW in a nutshell. And I hate to pick on it's, AEW, yeah. but that's it, that's, it was that's, a that's, banger that's of a match. What it is, it's a great match, and that's it. Right, that's legit. Yeah, it. 
Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Matt Riddle are backstage. You know, this was kind of just to pump up the match, the six-man tag for the main event later in the night. You know, Riddle tells Kevin Owens and Zayn that he's not here to waste their time. He's here to kick some ass, exactly what he'll do at Backlash and what he'll do tonight. So here's the – and again, I'll, I'll make this short too because there's nothing really much to say about this segment. But again, I like serious Matt Riddle, right? So here's a crazy concept, WWE. When you make him return, and listen, Solo Sokoa and the, the history, you know, he took him out. He took him out out of action. He took mm-hmm. him off TV. Okay, if you want to tell a story between Matt Riddle and Solo Sokoa, I'm totally fine with that. I'm totally on board, for, on board with that. Give me serious Matt Riddle, the way, he's, the way he was in this promo, in a, in a feud with Solo Sokoa. And build that shit and make it fun. But yet you had him, you had him, Dave, you had him return on Monday Night Raw with the fucking Miz and we're just at, and we're supposed to forget like that, that didn't happen. They, they re they, they take the match off the show and and now they have him inserted into this bloodline storyline. Just, just like that. He he was the Mm -hmm. only return at all from WrestleMania or the raw and SmackDown after mania shows. And it's just like they, they, again, another freaking botch by this company. And, and are we shocked guys? Are, are we shocked? The answer is no. So that that's my only takeaway, Brian. Your your thoughts, if you have any. Uh, well, before he he got to the serious, did you did you catch his his comedy part? Because I yeah, I, I don't. Man, even, I was about to I was about to. I don't walk even out have it written down. I'm just like, oh fuck, here we go. So <laughs> something so about something was, about a, a finishing move with his toe or whatever the toe bro or yeah. Something. So like so like Solo does with the Samoan spike, right? That you know has his. Thumb heavily taped. <laughs> He's like, dude. You know, He's so, like, guys. So Solo you, has the you... Samoan spike. So I was thinking, dude, like I could wrap some tape around my toe, and I call the finisher the toe, bro. Like, oh my god, it's like. Bro, so I when he was doing brain, that, I was like, I lose brain yeah. cells listening to this fucking guy. Seriously, it's it's that bad. But yeah, continue. <laughs> so yeah, once once he started, like he was like, no, dude, you know, I'm being serious. Like, okay. If you're going to be inserted into this story, which a, I just don't think, just why, why, why was he inserted to this whole feud and whatever? But whatever, we're here now, so yes, at least make him like serious Matt Riddle instead of fucking, you know, bro, going out there trying to to take on Solo Sokoa or yeah. you know whatever. Like, right. so. Yeah, that, that's my only takeaway. At least, at least you're making him a serious character. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the only positive takeaway about it. Yeah. Up next, we have Bobby Lashley versus your United States Champion Austin Theory. Sounds familiar? It should because we saw this for the entire year of 2022. Because all the all we saw was Bobby Lashley against Austin Theory. Every and Seth Rollins. week, and Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Like what? The fuck? Yeah. Were, are yeah. you? Are they serious? Uh, are they legit? Did they forget that the entire year of 2022, this is all we saw, was was Austin Theory <laughs> and Bobby Lashley in the same ring, and yet we're getting it again, and we're gonna get it again, yeah. and you, you know who's gonna be inserted now, bro? It's gonna be Bronson Reed, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you because because here's what happened, guys. So Bronson Reed gets involved into this match to force a DQ. Um, which is kind of what I expected to be because there's this whole little, I guess, some type of feud between Reed and Bobby Lashley, which I could be on board with if they do it properly. I don't know why yeah. he just threw the match 
on a Monday Night Raw, you just wasted the freaking match. Doesn't make any freaking sense to me. I understand it was a DQ finish, but it just doesn't like I don't I wouldn't have had the match at all. It makes no freaking sense. I would have built a freaking actual here's a crazy concept, a story or something along those lines before you put them in the same ring together in a match. But so Reed lays out Lashley. Lashley starts to gain the upper hand and then Theory delivers a drop kick to Lashley. And then Bronson Reed regains the upper hand as uh, Austin Theory, he's retreating to the back. And then Reed, uh, Bronson Reed hits the tsunami from the top rope. Um, and Bronson Reed stands tall uh, to end the mm-hmm. segment. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to lead into either a few things. This is either going to be a rematch between Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley, or this is going to be a triple threat freaking shit fest between Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Bronson Reed. It's one of the two. And my question is why? Why? Right. Why the fuck do we need to see any of this? Just give me Bronson Reed and Bobby Lashley. Why does Austin Theory need to be involved in this? Give Austin Theory an I, I just oh my God. Guys, we've seen this these two go at it. I want to say listen that this might be slight exaggeration, but like ten thousand fucking times. Ser- seriously. Yeah. And, and we've seen them. We've seen them in, in, in Elimination Chamber. We, we've seen them in, in, in title matches. We've seen them in non-title matches. We've seen them inserted with Seth Rollins in the ring. We've seen them in tag matches. Enough. Like, what? Yeah. But yet, again, Brian, this show is just is, is great. Everything that Triple H does is just chef's kiss, right? Give me a fucking break. They le- I cannot believe they legit put this match as soon as i saw that this match was on paper i i, I was i was about to slam my head through this see, see this wall back here i was about to <laughs> slam my head fucking through it because that's how mind-boggled i am in in, in this in this situation um my god man i i, I just I, I can't believe it i can't believe it we're doing this again we're doing it again where you're starting austin yeah. theory and bobby lashley in the same match and, and i'm just like why why it makes no sense and nobody needs to see it. Nobody, because we've seen it 10,000 fucking times. Brian, the floor is yours. Take it away. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt seeing the, or, you know, watching them be announced and that was going to be the match. I'm like, fuck, man. But I, so I, I kind of think they're going to, or hopefully at least go a different way with this. Because um, the way I, I'm hoping or, or thinking it could go is, you know, Yes, we've we've seen. I don't think Lashley's going to be in the title, you know, picture with with Theory. Or again, I hope not. Um, I I kind of see this as going like you know they're going to have this this feud w- between Lashley and and Bronson Reed, which again, like you said, I, yeah, I kind of want to see that. Um, you know, de- again, de- I'm I'm not the biggest fan of of Lashley on the mic, and as we saw earlier too, I guess Bronson Reed is now having a a Mr. Nice Guy character, I guess that's kind of, so I guess we'll see what that's about. Um, but I think this is going to kind of be a, a little short feud between them and then Bronson Reed and Theory are going to be uh, battling for the title. I I think that's kind of how it's, it's going to go. But again, the triple threat, yeah, that's not out of the question either because, I mean, if... You know who knows? I mean, it, the, I mean that's what came to mind because, like, why did why did you, yeah. know, you would think that Austin Theory would just would just go to the back if he's not involved in it? But yet he inserted himself and dropped. But he did, yeah, right, right. So that that's yeah. why I, I'm thinking triple threat, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
It, this yeah, is like, yeah, I'm for sure. Thinking, why? For sure. I'm like, do why do we need just give Austin Theory yeah. another challenger? Like enough. Right, right. And Absolutely. Just, yeah. I don't want to see a triple threat. Like I, I just don't need to see build a fucking feud. I mean, forget a triple threat. <laughs> I don't need to see Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory in the same hemisphere. I, I don't need no. to fucking see it. Mm-hmm. I've seen it for no. so many times that this past year, it's just like it's just enough. I don't need to see it anymore. Absolutely. There's nothing else different that's going to happen between Lashley and Theory that we haven't already seen before. And and that's it. So that's it. Yep. Moving on to our number three, we have the Hall of Famer herself, Trish Stratus, to start our number three as she hits the ring with uh, slightly a new entrance. Like she'd get the lights go out and everything, but yet it's her old heel attire with the black coat mm-hmm. and the hat from the from from the year of 2000. Um, you know, bringing back to her old heelish ways. I believe that heel turn, I believe she was like still a, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, I, I was still still too much of a youngin to remember this, but I'm pretty sure it was WrestleMania 20 and she, tur- she turned heel on Chris Jericho um, to team or to be side by side with Christian Cage. It was a match between Christian and Jericho and that's when the heel turn I, you happened know, or something like that. I'd have to go back, I'd have to go back and look because I, I also want to say I thought there was something, and I could be totally way off base. I thought it. I thought maybe it was like Triple H and Jericho, and sh- I, I don't know. Triple H and could Trish have been was involved. Maybe too. I'll have to go back and do more research. Yeah, there. but I, at least one I remember from off the top of my head, it was the match at WrestleMania 20. It was Chris Jericho and Christian, uh, Trish Stratus, uh, who was, um, you know, the story playing out. She was she, she was by she was you know at the helm of with Chris Jericho, and after the match. Mm. Like she gets inserted, she elbows Chris Jericho in the face accidentally because she thought it was Christian Cage, and Christian Cage rolls up Jericho, and then the turn happened after the match. Um, but yeah, but here's the because I because the reason why I bring that up is because people forget that like Trish Stratus and I know like and rightfully so right like oh Trish Stratus is a heel like what are we doing like bro like she she is more in her element when she's she is a heel if people go back and do mm-hmm. her research like she is damn good yeah when she's a heel and she proved it in this promo um as she goes on to to, to explain her actions um uh, about her attack against becky lynch you know but god forbid if freaking brock lesnar does that shit <laughs> just 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 saying just saying but um but yeah right. so trish stratus goes on um she says listen there was no we it was only me right she goes on to say that she says the women's, you know, she was going back to saying, you know, before, before I even got here, the women's division was a joke. You know, no one cared for it. It was awful. Right. And she goes on to say, you know, I was the first woman to make you give a crap about the women's division. Without me, there is no women's evolution. You know, she goes on to call out the four horse women. It's like, 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 mm-hmm. like they did anything special at all. Like I haven't paved the way. Right. So I, and, and she's delivering her lines beautifully. Right. She's really again, she's in her element. I do like this aspect of Trish. Um, it just sucks that the, the heel turn last week was botched. It was so it was just done. It was just awful. I don't know if you saw that, Brian, from last week. It was <laughs> awful. Um, it was just. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, I did like, see it just that, did yeah. not feel memorable. Like the, the the attack from behind was botched, that which sucked. Uh, but this promo yeah. uh, was 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 damn solid um, as she continues. She calls out Becky for believing in her own hype. Um, she's, you know, not thanking her for paving the way. You know, she admits 
that she and, and she she flat out admits that she took out Lita. You know, Lita was attacked backstage mm-hmm. from the from the uh, from the title match, the tag title match that they lost uh, from last week against uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel. She was like, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Let me just clear the air. I'm the one that attacked Lita last week. <laughs> um, so and she's like, listen, and she goes on this to she ends it with, I am not a nostalgia act. I am not a childhood fantasy, and I sure as hell ain't no sidekick. Um, and then she goes on to say, I am the greatest of all time, and I'm here to make sure none of you forget it. And she drops the mic, and she walks off with her beautiful self. Again, she, that woman does not freaking age. Even her how you doings are freaking poking out and shit. Freaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here, I'll start with this, and Brian, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, and I'll get to you. But um, l- tremendous promo. Um, and I, Trish Stratus can definitely do wonders for this promo. Here's the one blunder I do have about this: the fake crowd noise. I, I have to bring that up. I mean, the, I mean, you can be bright. It's, it doesn't take a freaking rocket scientist or a genius to hear instant freaking booze, freaking just inserted into arena when the arena is not even moving. You can see in the background, right? They're they're watching, they're listening, like they're they're observing the promo, mm-hmm. but nobody's booing. It's clear as day that these are this is fake crowd noise that 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 was inserted by the USA network or whatever. It was just so and they just like and they just they just kept going on and on and on. So that's when you knew like they try to they try to keep going as she was talking. It's like we're back it's like we're back in the Thunderdome era all over again. It's like instant <laughs> freaking booze. I'm like, "Oh my god, if that is if if that's not blatantly obvious that I don't know what is." Um so that kind of really just I don't know. It just turned me off. It was just that whole, at least, but again, the delivery from Trish was the, was, was at least a positive gripe that I can take from this. Um, and, and, and before I send this off to you, I mean, so Becky Lynch and Trish, right. I, I'm guessing that's going to be at SummerSlam. So you're talking about a, a what? So we have April, May, June, July. That's like a four to five month build. That's Mm -hmm. risky. That is very, very risky to do. Um, So I don't know how they're going to pull this off. Um, It's it's especially for a four to five month build to a to a maybe a SummerSlam. Because what other pay per view are going to do this at? Are you going to? I mean, are they going to do it at freaking what in Saudi? I I would I I would do this in freaking SummerSlam. I wouldn't waste this in freaking Saudi. I mean, I mean, who? I mean, they could, but but still, but. but yeah, it, it's going to be very risky to see what, uh, at least how they go about this. But hey, you know, unlike Brock Lesnar, she gave an explanation. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. you know, and, and, and listen, the, the promo was fine. It's just like, just the crowd noise. And it tells you right away, like, you know, no one's like, is Trish Stratus really going to get booed? You know, and then that's the thing too. It's like, how can we boo a heel Trish Stratus? Right when Becky Lynch is going to be the the baby face in all of this, and that's mm-hmm. what kind of just second guessed me about this entire situation is that they're trying to they're trying to shove this down. Well, I shouldn't say shove it down our throats because it was done very well, and I'm sure people want to see it. But I don't know. It's just like they're they're trying to what's the word I'm looking for? They're they're trying to make us believe that 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 fans are actually booing this woman but yet when people are pandering and like yes heal trish we love it and they're 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 intrigued at least at least i'm getting a freaking pulse like there's some sort right. of a pulse into this show but again those instant crowd that that instant crowd noise that those boos just tell me right away that they're you know they it's just i don't know that that's just immediate red flag to me right and you mentioned about the 
you you put Dominic on blast and that whole freaking uh, in the crowd yeah. noise being inserted. And yeah, and, and you're not wrong in that aspect because clearly, I mean, again, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know when 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 crowd noise is being inserted. Um, but but still, so I mean, it, it's going to be very risky. I wish this this company luck to to build up this freaking storyline because man, you're, you're, again, you're talking about a four to five month build. So, uh, but yeah. Brian, your, your thoughts about Trish Stratus and the promo that she got. All honesty, man. I thought this was the best part of the show. I thought she knocked it out of the park, man. She, it, that was excellent. I was actually, um, you know, pleasantly surprised of, of how well she did considering, I mean, she's been on the mic here a little bit since she's come back, but I mean, she's basically been gone for 20 years, you know, um, so yeah, I, I think it was great. Um, and that was my only question about it really is, is as she goes, well, first, let me say this. And, and I know this is for storyline purposes and she definitely is, I, I would have put her number two as, as, as far as like who had like the biggest impact on women's wrestling, women's division, whatever, I'd still put China in front of her. But if you're just talking about strictly women's division, yeah, it, it Living, you know, going back and living, you know, living in the moment when these women were actually in the company and coming up. Um, yeah, Trish, Trish was there a, just a little bit before Lita. Um, you know, kind of, you know, China had kind of made her mark and but but China was kind of like a different beast. Right. I mean, she was in there with men where, you know, obviously Trish and Lita generally were not. Um but yeah, then Trish is the one that really um, kind of stepped out of the crowd and then Lita wasn't far behind her. Um, so absolutely, um, you know, I love the promo and, you know, kind of everything she said in it. She's she's not wrong. Um, but that was my main question is, you know, because she, she kind of ends it with, you know, like I'm here to remind you, like I'm I'm the best ever, whatever. So is this going to be somewhat of like of a long run, you know, or are you talking about here, you know, four five, six months you're going to be here or, you know, um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought that was the best part of the show, man. I mean, and there was even a couple of times where maybe they, yeah, I guess they, they probably did pump in crowd noise, but there was a couple of times where I don't know if they started to chant or maybe it was just booze, but I like the fact that like she interact like she, it didn't throw her off her game, right? Like she kind of just yeah. interacted with them and like threw it back at him, and it didn't That's like how she good kept she is. going. She's all she a was famer for a right, reason, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, to me that was the best part. Absolutely, she she killed it, man. Yeah. And and yeah, I've always liked her better as a heel too. So yeah. it shows. Yeah, the, definitely. You can tell like they're yep. just more they're more comfortable in their own skin and no doubt yeah. she could still be a tremendous baby face. She's proven that as well. Yeah. Oh, you can absolutely. tell when like, and Dan I've seen it even in Daniel Bryan and even others, like they're just, they're more comfortable in their own skin being a hill, being a heel. Roman Reigns is a perfect example with this whole heel turn. Yeah. Like, you can tell Roman is just like, he, he, the confidence is oozing out of him. Like, it's not just the, him playing the character. I'm sure that's genuinely how he feels. Like he's confident, like he mm -hmm. knows he's the guy and he's got, you know, he's got, you know, everybody in the palm of their freaking hands, you know, eating out of the palm of yeah. their hands. And I'm sure Trish feels the same way. I'm sure she felt that in her freaking heel run years ago. Uh, but no doubt. Um, what, what I think most wrestlers probably prefer to be a heel just because, you yeah. know, I mean, really there's very few I can think of other than, Shit, maybe Cody Rhodes and John Cena and 
maybe Hogan's to some degree in the eighties that like um just did not want to turn heel. Yeah. Um and I guess maybe preferred to be a babyface, but you can do so much more as a heel, you know? Exactly. Um Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I get it, but she, turns, she's yeah. far far better. Absolutely, yeah, and that's the thing. And heel turns matter because listen, even if even as a baby face, right? Like as a baby face, like you 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 got to know when it's time to make that change, right? Like sure, you don't yeah. like you don't. It's like it's not just you know <laughs> we see heel turns now. Just like Mad Cat Moss freaking turned on this past this past <laughs> Friday night on SmackDown. I was like, did this dude? Did Charlotte turn? Flair turn again? Did Charlotte Flair turn? She, she, did she? Oh, no. Well, she, well she's down on the No, show. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. She, but she still probably turned, even like, though she, you know. As I, I have, as like, it's been a week. Like, am I that freaking new? I did not know Charlotte Flair just turned. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was funny. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. No, it wouldn't surprise me. Hell, she, she's not even on WWE. She, she probably turned heel in a freaking, right. I don't know, somewhere in freaking uh, wherever. On, her, somewhere her on a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> She maybe she made a freaking appearance on AEW or some shit. I don't know, but just uh, just just bullshit in there. But anyway, uh, but yeah, no. But heel turns matter, man. Like they 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 yeah, they would sure. help you. They would help you like make that next step, right? You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, we saw it from The Rock, right? Hulk Hogan, right? During the whole, I, I would even give you three recent ones, right? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, three no. recent heel turns, yeah, right? Go, go ahead. Soraya and AEW. Um, Oh shit! Who was the second one I just had? I just thought of. I, I can't even think of it now. Um, Is it AEW related? I, no, I thought thought it was another WWE person. Anyway, you're talking about making them special and making it, you know, mean something, right? And, and a way to do it and a way not to do it. Who? What? What are people going to remember more? The, what Trish just did, or how Soraya turned heel in AEW? I mean, it's a no-brainer, right? It. it now, I will, you you, gotta, I say, you though, gotta do something to it. I will say though about Trish and that heel turn, like it was just not done well at all. Like to be honest with you, like I mean, I mean, I, I like. I'm the, talking about the pro, the promo. Oh, the oh yeah, night. the promo like, for sure. Yeah, no, no, no I, I'm sorry. So, so I, I I only saw parts of the actual like actual physical heel turn. So. Yeah, maybe maybe that was botched and fucked yeah. up. I don't know. No, no, dude, it was yeah. it was bad. It was it was extremely gotcha. bad. And I feel like the crowd was just like, I don't know. It's just like they they were shocked. It was they like they had like that oh like you know like that little like oh like surprise mm, yeah. factor. I guess even though I, I'm sure people kind of saw it coming because there was rumors building up to it. Even I freaking called it out. I'm like, hey, you know, there's I'm hearing talks about a, a Trish Stratus heel turn. You know, if it happens, yeah. you know, don't be shocked, right? And then it freaking happens. So. Um, <laughs> right. but, um, but yeah, it's just like, it's it, this, this, this promo would have been that much more special if the, if the heel turn just wasn't botched. And again, Brian, I, I, and I advise everyone to go back and watch it because it was that like, it just, just to get, just to get from my perspective of what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. it was that bad. The, again, the, it was just the hit from the, the hit from behind. It was botched. You can clear as they like Becky's trying hard to just try to sell just to, to sell any of the punch like it didn't even connect uh, it was just it was gotcha, done really gotcha. horribly um it, it was just yeah it was just really really it just was not good um and it was nothing it was well i've retracted my last statement because <laughs> yeah i was just referred I, i'm even saying like i'll remember remember trish's promo yeah you'll remember about the promo. turning heel yeah. i guess no, it, I, I still yeah, remember yeah. it like it, it was a tremendous yeah. it was the only thing i could remember from the show and how well she delivered <laughs> this, this these freaking lines i mean you can tell that she's comfortable yeah. in her own skin and no doubt it was the best part of the night for sure so 
so we'll, we'll, we'll see where this goes. Um, like I said, yeah. you know, if, if this is going to go to SummerSlam, then my God, that's freaking ballsy. So, but we'll see yeah. Um, yeah. In, in, this, in, in regards to Becky Lynch as well. Becky Lynch made a tweet about uh, how she's not going to be on the show. And I guess for some reason that got fans thinking that she's like leaving the company or something. I, I, I don't, I don't know. People are mm. fucking fans are so weird <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Cause she like, I think she blacked out her Twitter account or something. Huh. Um, yeah. I don't know. She's probably like, she, she probably, I don't see that happening. No, like, no, no. Yeah. I, I'm sure she did it just to, just to, just to play fans like a fiddle and boy, did she freaking did because there's yeah. rumors like, Oh, like what's if there's going two on? people what's going uh, on again, with, uh, like, with, with Becky Lynch. And I'm like, are people that fucking shot? Like what? <laughs> so I guess seriously, like she, if there's, she, if there's two people that I don't think will ever leave WWE. It's Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Yeah, oh, I don't abs- think there's yeah, two. No, they are WWE yep. lifers. Absolutely. So yep. no doubt. We move. We continue to move on into hour number three. This was a women's tag match. This was uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville versus Candice LeRae and Mia Yim. Match time was, uh, <laughs> oh man, three minutes. Three minutes was this match. Are you shocked? No, you shouldn't be because I'm not either. Yeah. Um, so the tag, the tag champs, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, are at ringside. They're sitting watching this match. Uh, Nikki Cross is also watching from the crowd, which is weird. Guys, the crowd is dead. I, I, I mean, it is like yep. you can hear a fucking pin drop in Little Rock, Arkansas. Nobody gives a shit ab- about this mm-hmm. women's division as a whole. Forget the tag division. The women's division, like nobody gives a shit. No one cared about the – like, I mean, I, we go back to the whole Bianca Belair-Dakota Kai match. Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody gave a right. single – shit about the freaking match and this match was god freaking worse because it was even more quiet during this freaking mm-hmm. match and it sucks because i mean that's a nutshell now every time mia yim goes out there it's dead silence that's that's the worst yep. reaction you can ever have as a performer it's not it's not getting booed it's 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 having zero crowd reaction it's having silence that is the worst <laughs> yeah. reaction you could possibly have because pe- people are getting put to sleep they don't care about you and that sucks because i mean i like candace LeRae, i like mia yim but there's nothing i don't know what they're i don't know what useful i, I don't know what use they have being on these shows i, I really don't I-, I don't understand what they're they're just being attached to the hip losing in a bunch of bunch of tag matches that lose in less than three minutes like what like are, yeah. like what the fuck it, it makes absolutely zero sense um so Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green win this match. Um, Chelsea Green hits, I believe it call, she calls it the unprettier. Um, I believe it was to Mia Yim. Um, and, and she went, even though it looks like a Walmart version of a kill switch, <laughs> shout out to Christian Cage. Um, yeah. She hits it and they win the match. I mean, guys, what, what else do I need to say about, I said it on the SmackDown review. Uh, it's up. It, it was up on Instagram. It's up on, on TikTok. By the way, follow us on our TikTok page. It's the same as our Instagram Absolutely. account, by the way. That is ruthless underscore talk. Uh, we'll be more active on on TikTok as well, so make sure you follow that account um, for you no know, for more content as well. Especially as and continue to follow our Instagram and of course be a part of our uh, Facebook group, which is getting well over sixty members now. As we want to continue to uh, to raise that number up as well. Uh, but we've said in the past, and like there's there's nothing. There's nothing much that need that needs to be said about this women's tag division. Like it's and it sucks yeah. because here's the thing, and 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 because I don't want to, I, I I don't want to sound you know I, I don't want to be a hypocrite here. 
because I said about Becky Lynch and and Lita winning those titles and how potentially it could lead to something you like Becky Lynch and Lita, right? They you mm-hmm. could do wonders for your tag division if that's what you're gonna do to build to, to, to build women in, in that division, right? And they have done they've done nothing with those titles. They haven't even they didn't even defend them once. They had that one title defense last week and they fucking lost it. Yeah. Um makes it, it's just it, it, and they just you know it makes no and it just we're back to the same old redundancy. So who knows? Maybe I'm the fool that actually thought that the WWE was going to give a shit about the women's tag division. Yeah, like in my in, in our freaking dreams, I guess, right? I mean, right. there's I mean, guys, I can rant, I can bitch, I can freaking scream until my till my my voice is gone, but like it, it's just it's just a shame. I'm just disappointed. I'm not even angry, Brian. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just disappointed um, that just le- legit like 90 percent of your roster. There is so much disconnect with the fans. Yeah. If your name is not Charlotte Flair, if your name is not Becky Lynch, then there's there's no connection. Right. I mean, well, there, hell, yeah. there's not even a connection with Charlotte Flair, but yet she's being booked to the fucking moon. Right. But those are the two people that are being that are at least, you know, WWE has only stock of is Becky Lynch mm-hmm. and Charlotte Flair. You know, Charlotte Flair, when she comes back, I freaking bet my life savings on it that she's going to come back and she's going to freaking she's going to be the one to dethrone freaking Bianca Belair for the title. I'm calling it now. <laughs> I, I'm going to mark this clip, too. When don't be shocked, guys, if when Charlotte Flair comes back, she's going to be on Raw. Right, she's gonna come back onto Raw. She's gonna be a Raw superstar. Whatever the draft, she, she's gonna get drafted to Raw. She's gonna be the. She's gonna yeah. come back. She's gonna face Bianca Belair, whether it's SummerSlam, whatever. And she is going to take that fucking title. Mark my freaking words. I hope to God yeah, it doesn't right. happen. I'm praying that I'm wrong, but I'm telling you that that what that that shit is gonna freaking happen. So, but yeah, if you're and then of course you have Becky Lynch with this whole Trish Stratus feud that I'm sure they're gonna put some at least some time and effort to it. But if but right. outside of that. Like if you're if you're not one of those people that I just mentioned, even 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 Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley that are holding titles right now, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're gonna yeah. get the short end of the stick because for Bianca Belair, like a, apparently she has a a challenger in EO Sky. Does she? I, I don't know. If they don't. They <laughs> never put a stamp mark on that. Like oh, like your number one contender is EO Sky. It's just I, I don't know. And then Rhea Ripley, like, what are we doing with Rhea Ripley? I, I don't understand. She's being. I, I'm assuming that's going to wait, you know, at, at this point. Because what is the the draft start? Is this Friday, right? Is it start this Friday? It's either next... this Friday or next week. I, I think it's next yeah. week, actually. Next week, I believe. Next week. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how the Judgment Day gets broken up and where Rhea goes. And I guess I'll wait till then to start some kind of feud with her. Because, yeah, there's. Like what are we now? Three weeks removed, and they they, they have done, done shit. They haven't done shit. They have done yeah. absolutely nothing because they yep. don't know what they're doing. They either don't care. I say this all the time, guys. They either don't care or they don't give a fuck. It's one of the two, guys. That's mm. it. That's it. So, uh, but guys, I mean, this uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya win this match. Okay, great. Do we? I mean, what speak so? So 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 Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville they're they're clearly contenders for the titles. Why throw Candice and Mia Yim out there? What what reason is there to throw them out mm-hmm. there and lose in under three minutes? There is no fucking reason, and it's a waste of fucking time. 
Brian, before we get into the main event, your thoughts about this tag match, if you have any. Yeah, no, not really. We can we can move on to the main event. I mean, yeah, it's just unfortunate that there's there's no reaction. There's no, um, you know, and ultimately, I, I kind of you know, I, I I don't put it on the fans. I put it on WWE. There's no reason to care. There's no investment in this in the story, no. or the four individuals really in this match. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a nice little three minute match. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm so glad that Triple H. It's it, it's it's confirmed that Triple H has is he has his full he has full control over creative because God it's freaking showing. Good lord, sure. man! And I got shit all over that. And for and to all the people before I get into this freaking uh into this main event, Brian, I showed you all the freaking the heat that I got instantly when I put up that freaking TikTok about Triple H. Guys, mm. if you get it, like uh, honest to God, for the people that are mm. listening to this, right, that want to freaking bash me about Triple H, oh well, he's his he's his stepfather, he's family. Like, what do you want him to do? His hands are tied. Bro, Shane McMahon did it. He did it twice. Stephanie McMahon is no longer a part of this freaking company. She took her ball and walked out. Linda McMahon wants nothing to do with freaking this with this this whole shit. Why can't Triple H do it? Oh, that's right, because he doesn't have a fucking set. That's it. Like, I, I understand, guys. Like, it's fa- like I listen. If people want to throw the bullshit about family, like it's not an excuse. Shane McMahon had to walk out twice because, again, he he under he sees bullshit, and and then fans want to shit on Shane McMahon for God knows what fucking reason. Um, <laughs> and just for 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 taking up TV time, like oh yeah, because everyone else is doing a tremendous job getting themselves over. It's yeah, like trust like Shane McMahon, like a few minutes of Shane McMahon on your TV screen is going to do so much harm to you. Like God, right. my, my lord, your your life must be fucking. It must be. It must suck for you to actually boo and shit on somebody like Shane McMahon. I feel I feel sorry for those people. Seriously, um, but it's still like it's it's just you know people have to. They have to read the freaking room. You have to understand that Triple H, like, and he shit on fans before. When we've when we've criticized Vince McMahon, you know what Triple H did? Because we continue to kiss his ass, right? We you know he said it. He's he's defended Vince McMahon not just because he's family, because he's his because he's his stepfather, and he's a part of the family. No, because it's the power, right? It's the freaking power. That's why he took yeah. his he he put China to the side. And now she's now she's with he's with uh, Stephanie McMahon because she's the boss's daughter, right? Like, honest. I mean, come on, you know what I'm saying? Triple H has been this person. Look, regard the performer is a different story. The person he is just like Vince McMahon. If you want to, if you want to disagree, if people want to freaking bash me, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck if you disagree. I don't give a shit, right? <laughs> I don't trust me. I go to bed. I go to bed at night. Like a fucking baby, you're fucking, you're, you're bat, you're bashing does, does nothing to me. Right. So, so but, but again, because I, I know I call out triple H because apparently he's supposed to be the head of creative because again, before I get into this main event, because here's the thing too, Brian, and, and you've, I'm sure you've heard of this as well. It's like, Oh, Vince McMahon is, is not in the building. So triple H has full control of creative or Vince McMahon is in the building tonight. So he is going to have in control of creative and we're going to hear this shit. Week after week, after oh, yeah. week after fucking week. It's just like, guys, enough. You know what we need to do? Yes, is it Vince? You know, do we criticize Vince McMahon because you know he's continues to destroy the freaking industry? Absolutely. But 
if you really think that I'm going to just, you know, kiss Triple H's ass and let him off the hook, you got another thing coming. I am blaming both of them because both of them are that much to blame than one of the other, if that makes sense to everybody. So, you know, but moving on, we get finally, we get into the main event of Monday Night Raw. This was your six man tag match between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn and Matt Riddle versus the Judgment Day. Match time was 12 minutes in length. Kevin Owens stuns Priest and Balor for good measure. Sami Zayn hits the Halula kick to Finn Balor, and then a good, and then another, and then a floating bro from the top rope from from uh, from Matt Riddle um, to get the W or to pick up the W for this match. Post match, the Uso Solo Sokoa, all three men attack. Um, you know they're attacking Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Matt Riddle, and Rey Mysterio and the LWO come to the aid, and everybody's just in the ring. So there you go. When you don't have some, when you don't, when you have nothing for somebody. This is the this is this is the lazy way to book somebody. You take a yep. bunch of group of people and you throw them out in the same fucking segment. That is lazy. It is lackluster, and I see I see through all of the fucking bullshit. It, it's I mean, how many times have we and we see this for weeks? We saw it on SmackDown. We saw it on Monday Night Raw last week. We saw it the week after. It's the same shit. It's like I'm watching the same show every week. It's mm-hmm. like what else is like what is intriguing? There there's not we're telling the same story, we're putting on the same segments. What is wh- what is getting what is getting accomplished here? The answer is nothing. Yeah. The answer is fucking nothing. So the baby faces, so everybody starts brawling from the ring to the outside the ring and then all the baby faces stand tall once the brawl is over, all the heels retreat I guess either through the crowd or to the back. I, I, my interest was fucking gone at that point. I, I, I was just like enough with this crap, man. So, so there you go. So that guys is the definition of 50, 50 booking, because if you remember early on in the night, you had the bloodline standing tall, looking dominant. And then at the end of the night, they're the one looking like schmucks, like clowns. And, and as well as the judgment day, it's bad enough that they lost the match. Then they got, they also had to get retreated to the fucking back, like a bunch of fucking idiots. So that's mm-hmm. 50, 50 booking for you. So again, th- like there is no, nobody feels special. Nothing got accomplished and every, and it's the same shit that we have been seeing ever since the raw after WrestleMania, ever since WrestleMania ended, it has been the same story, the same segments with the same people. May I add every single week. So I ask again, like, was what what's different what is a what is getting accomplished the answer the answer is nothing so mm-hmm. I, again i'm just i'm just speechless at this point because because there's people that will defend it and i just com- and i want to smash my freaking head into this freaking microphone um because it's just and but yet the draft right the draft is going to make this all all better it's it's just it's it's going to be the band-aid right um, it's, it's going to, it's going to be the problem. It's going to be the, the solution to all of our freaking problems, right? Enough. right? It's just another bullshit redundant and a mid fucking show. Brian floor is yours. My man, take it away for this main event. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I get the match itself again. I guess it was okay. Uh, at least for a while, like th- there's just no way around 
the, the fact like I can't I can't look at the storyline or multiple storylines and be and then think of it as pre mania and post mania, right? I mean, you know, the the bloodline and Cody and Sammy and KO, like the story was there, you know, in both cases, right? For the world title and for the tag titles, for the bloodline breaking up or or whatever. Like everything was right there. And and now we get into it, you know, three weeks removed. Roman's gone. Cody and and, and uh, Brock are now in a feud. And so now it just feels like now you're just throwing, you got fucking Judgment Day and Matt Riddle, the LWO and Rey Mysterio. Like now all these people are involved in the story, right? Uh, you know, I don't know. Could it produce like, Great matches, good moments. Yeah, sure. Um, but it just, it feels so convoluted and so, like, fuck, man. Like, I, I don't need to see, you know, a couple more months of, like, it's, it's going to be, like, Riddle against Jimmy and Rey Mysterio against Finn and KO against Solo. And then a tag of, I don't know, Sammy's not there this week, so it's going to be Riddle and KO. Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. Like. Like that's what this is going to be, and there, there's now you have like what, I, I don't know what is it four people in the bloodline, there's Ray and the LWO. That's four more people and Matt. So Matt Riddle. So nine nine extra people into this story. It's lazy. That it's lazy. Yeah, it's lazy like fucking and it's redundant, and it's and it's and then there's no care and there's no effort. There's no effort. Yeah. Absolutely no effort. So, I, you know, I don't know where it's going. Um, obviously, like, uh, you're earlier in the night, they're still, they're still kind of leaning into that distrust between the Usos and Roman. You know, fuck, I, I guess the, the, the but, or Judgment Day didn't get the job done. You know, maybe we'll see Roman at some point or Roman sends a message. You know, whatever. Um, I, again, I just think just post mania now you're just you're just trying to i don't know scramble and throw all these all these different uh characters into this story that you've you've spent so much time telling to now add all these other people into it it just fuck man uh it's it, it went from great to mid I mean that's you know Seriously. that's, that's like, kind of what it is that's, that's yeah what, and that's what it's been for the past few weeks is mid and to close yeah. and to close this out um this this if there's one word i can say about wwe right now is that is is lost this company is lost right now they don't know what they're doing it shows they don't know what they're doing they don't know where it's go they don't know what the long-term plans are for these people they don't know what they're doing that there, there's a storyline that has no explanation to why why brock lesnar is attacking cody rhodes you have a women's division that no one gives a fuck about because of how poorly booked they are i mean do i go on you have a bloodline. The two champion. women champions who really have, have no opponents as of exactly. yet. Exactly. You have two women's champions that are completely irrelevant because there's nothing, there's no intrigue about them whatsoever. You have a women's tag division that can, continues to get to the short end of the fucking stick. You, you have a bloodline storyline that's reached its peak and then you continue to repeat the same freaking storylines, the same freaking segments. This company's lost. They are so freaking lost and. I, I I don't know where this goes from here. I, I really don't. I I, I just yeah. and, and Roman Reigns continues to sit at home, right? And we think <laughs> and we legit and fans legit think that the draft 
is what's going to solve all of our fucking issues. Guys, they don't. I just hope the draft. I hope, you know, I don't know, fucking Orton, AJ Styles, maybe. uh, Who knows, man? I don't know, man. Who Um, knows? Yeah, I've never been. The the draft in in professional wrestling is. It's a fucking gimmick joke anyway. It's not an actual draft, people. Um, But yeah, I'll give it like, you know, once once they split them up, you know, I'll give them like a few weeks to see, like, okay, like. Who are you putting? Are still gonna who jump is going to be brand the to brand anyway? Like you're still going to see Rey Mysterio jump from freaking SmackDown to Raw. You're still going to see all these people like brand invitationals, right? Some bullshit fucking excuse why they're competing on a Raw. Not right Raw. away because they always do this. It'll be like oh, for yeah, like, no, a good, like six oh, yeah, months no, not, or maybe, so. Maybe not right away, but trust me. Like you know, we, yeah. we know they they get people about six months down the road. Like, oh, like it's an actual freaking it's an actual uh, brand split, right? And and they and they get people's right. hopes up, you know, they, and they and then. You know, in the snap of a finger, when people don't, you know, when people don't realize it, they'll make that little brand invitational stuff and they try to get people to buy into it. And that, and that, that yeah. that's what they'll do. And, and that's what I know it's going to freaking lead to because they've sure, done it sure. before many freaking times. So, but yeah, guys, this company is freaking lost. They don't know what they're doing. And to be honest with you, they, to me, they really don't care because this just screams a big old F you to all of us. Seriously, because they're not because yeah. they that they're telling us after this show, at least to me, and I'm sure it tells it to you too, Brian, that we're not gonna put the time, we're not gonna put the effort, we're just gonna throw out a bunch of matches. You know, we'll we'll give people time, right, in matches, right? But nothing's gonna lead to anything. We're not gonna we're we're, we're <laughs> not gonna we're not gonna get creative and go and go backstage or in the parking lot or in the city of Little Rock. No. We're, we're just going to do redundant bullshit. And guess what? You're going to freaking like it anyway. And that's it, man. Yeah. This company is lost. And that's all. I mean, and ultimately, that's how Vince, uh, I mean, that's what the WWE has been exactly. in their entire existence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 <laughs> you know, and it's, like I said, they're lost. But <clears throat> the most important thing is that there is no care and there is no effort. But get used to it, guys, because you're going to continue to see it for weeks to come. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode. This was our season premiere, season number two of Ruthless Talk. Yes, sir. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, this was Monday Night Raw, April 17, 2023 from Little Rock, Arkansas. Make sure you guys stay tuned for our next episode as we are shifting our focus from WWE over to AEW and Tony Khan to see if they can do anything else better. Do they? <laughs> Well, we're going to find out on Thursday when we cover uh, AEW Dynamite. So, and of course, like I mentioned at the top of the uh, top of the show, we have an active wrestler. Our first active wrestler um, will be on this show um, for a special interview before we get into uh, SmackDown, as that is the show that we were going to cover that day. But we will go into. But we are going to have a, a special guest, an active wrestler, onto the show. Um, very excited about that. Can't wait to bring that person on. Uh, again, who that person is, well, you guys have to stay tuned to find that out. So that'll be on Saturday as we are back, man. We are back on a full-time schedule. One week feels yes, like sir. freaking a month, uh, but it's so good to be back. <laughs> I hope you guys uh, didn't miss us too much, but we are back. Um, again, we, I want to thank everybody for once again tuning in um, and being a part of this platform since day one. Um, but yeah, but get used to this new setting. Get used to the new logo. Get used to anything because mm-hmm. we are here to stay. And we ain't going anywhere. So thank you guys once again for tuning in. This was another episode 
Uh, my name is James Forcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And we are both signing off saying salute. Peace out. And take care, everybody.